My mother believed and my father believed that if I wanted to be president of the United States, I could be, I could be vice president. This is America. Former Vice President Joe Biden has been elected president of the United States. It is my greatest honor and privilege to have been your president. We will be back in some form. We are still deeply divided. Public health experts warned this was coming unless more was done. And here we are now. Are you proud of what happened here today? Absolutely. Never before in American history has there been an uprising like this. Of the 75 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump, I don't know how many today are feeling, dear God, what was I thinking? But I would wager a lot more are thinking, let's carry on this fight. Character matters. It matters. Tell them the truth matters. The 21st century is going to be the American century. Because we lead not only by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. That is the history of the journey of America. In America right now, there are more people hospitalized now more than ever before in the pandemic, with hospital staff and emergency people being crushed by the demand. 200 hour waits for hospital beds. What is the plan? And why does America and the world continue with the narrative that this strain of the virus is not dangerous? But first, on Irish Man in America, we need to deal with the royal elephant in the room. Prince Andrew is facing <laughs> the prospect of a trial in a very public civil lawsuit for sexual abuse later this year after losing his attempt to have Virginia Dufresne's case against him thrown out. It is an unprecedented situation and it sets up a dramatic series of legal proceedings that will attract attention from around the world and could have major ramifications for the royal family. Meanwhile, the juror in Ghislaine Maxwell's trial who revealed he couldn't remember how he answered a pre-trial questionnaire about his own sexual abuse history, casting doubt on the validity of Maxwell's conviction, has asked the judge... Can I see my answers, what I wrote down there? Well, that's what Scotty David did. He asked the court to provide the questionnaire, according to the New York Daily News. And he could face perjury charges if he's found to have intentionally lied. Well, Marion McKeown is here, as always, to help us join the dots, understand the stories and figure out what the hell is happening over there. Marion, you're fresh off the plane. (laughs) Fresh off the boat, yes, indeed. Hello to you, Charlotte, and hello to all the gang, all the all the listeners. You yeah. must be hard to get your breath. So much happening. I mean, this we've still got to get to the Biden uh, voting rights bill. More news on Rust uh, and a case emerging from that. Like I said, we have to deal with the royal elephant in the room, though. This is huge. Last week you predicted this, but I mean, it's hard to see the spiral the world has got itself into in discussing this. Do you know, it's it's such a, you know, I'd say that the, I, I don't know if you watch The Crown, Charlotte, but I do. And, you know, I think we're all so bipolar when it comes to the royal family that we sort of are fascinated by them because they're so ordinary. But I, I, we, we leave Andrew aside, but they're so kind of dull. And yet they get themselves into these ferocious, ridiculous scrapes. And, and they just seem like so tone deaf. And, and, but with with this one, there are very real, there aren't criminal consequences at the moment, but there are certainly massive reputational and financial consequences for the royal family as this thing stands. It is a blight on them, you know, absolutely, because at the core 
of it, it's being suggested that the Prince Andrew forced a 17-year-old girl to have sex with him against her will at the very minimum she was coerced, knowing that she was trafficked to England and to the other places where he had sex with her specifically for that purpose. Now, in America, uh, in in most states, 18 is the legal age of consent, so 17 is still statutory rape. So he is in a situation where his denials, okay, you know, let's go back to the interview he did with Emily Mattis, which was an absolute debacle and which really handed this civil suit to Virginia Roberts Gufra uh, on a plate where he said that he didn't remember meeting her even he was photographed standing with her in Glean Maxwell years of age in London with Glean Maxwell grinning on in the background you know he claimed he didn't remember meeting her he claimed he was in a pizza express with his daughter for her birthday I would you know not the sturdiest of, of alibis and he also infamously claimed she had spoken um, Virginia Roberts had spoken about how he was very sweaty. They were in a nightclub and he was dancing and he was very sweaty. And he came up with this bizarre and implausible. And, and honestly, it's like something Jesse Armstrong wouldn't have written uh, where he said, oh, no, I, I don't sweat because of a rare medical condition, because of the adrenaline rush I got while being a hero in the Falklands, etc., etc." Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there were subsequent pictures of him that were revealed, of course, by the media where he's to use the expression, he's sweating like a pig in, in, a, in a club on another occasion. So that interview in its tone deafness, in its implausibility, in the potential to be just caught out and flat out lost, was, was shocking in itself. And, and I think around then it was decided, look, Andy, let's let's just get him off the slate. Let's let's mm. give him a big Range Rover and lots of ground to play in. And let's just get rid of him, you know, as, as a functioning royal. But now yeah. what's happened is as uh, Virginia um, Goover and her lawyer, David Boise, who's a fantastic lawyer. He's now 80 years old, but he's one of those American legendary lawyers are suing him, suing Prince Andrew in a Manhattan court. And he is now in a, a situation where they tried everything. You know, I've said this before um, when discussing other cases involving rich and powerful people. Delay and derailment is their friend. If you're very wealthy, you can usually delay, delay, delay. We saw it with Cosby, with Weinstein, with various other people. You can delay just as Robert Durst, who died last week, almost delayed it to the bitter end. And, uh, you know, you can, there are all kinds of mechanisms to do that. And Andrew, of course, was trying to get it struck out, trying to get it dismissed. So he went into the Manhattan court, or his lawyers did more accurately, and they claimed that because Jeffrey Epstein had signed a confidentiality agreement with Virginia Roberts back in 2005, I think it was, it was 2009, I beg your pardon, where he said that in exchange for $500,000, she could never sue him or any other people who may have, you know, had sex with her. But the agreement was so dodgy. And there was a reference to royalty. We spoke about this agreement last week. And as a trained lawyer, I would say that Courts are loath to, non-disclosure agreements have become a huge thing in America in the past couple of decades in sexual assault cases, rape cases, sexual abuse and sexual harassment cases. To me, they're a real mixed bag because 
they allow very rich people to evade justice by doing a payout to the victims of their crimes. And and I just think this is wrong. I, I don't believe that if you rape somebody, you should be able to pay out some money and make it go away. But Gloria Allred, one of the lawyers uh, for women in these situations, said basically her attitude was, it's better than nothing. In so many of these cases, the statute of limitations would prohibit bringing a criminal action. It mightn't succeed in any case. So if the victims can at least get a payday, then they've got something out of the, the anguish and humiliation that they've been put through. But then they took over and they've basically given wealthy men a pass to mistreat vulnerable young women. So in this case, that's exactly what happened. Jeffrey Epstein, you know, Virginia Goofer had been groomed and recruited and, and treated as a sex slave basically for years. She signed this agreement when she was about 25 years of age, believing she had no power in an environment where, as I say, it was impossible to bring a criminal case of, you know, against somebody like Jeffrey Epstein, who could say, well, she was a willing, you know, accomplice, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll move along to the present day. And and the environment, thank God, has changed somewhat. And this um, agreement was... Prince Andrew, ever ever a classy guy, tried to hide behind this agreement that she had made with Jeffrey Epstein by saying, oh, that covers me. You know, I'm covered in that. It also covers anybody else who may have coerced her into having sex while she was underage. So I'm good, Your Honour, was was basically what he was saying. And the judge, Louis Kaplan, who is a pretty tough New York judge, who, as I mentioned before, he's also overseeing the Donald Trump and E. Jean Carroll defamation case. Now, without getting sidetracked, very briefly, E. Jean Carroll was a columnist and a writer who claimed that Donald Trump in the mid-1990s raped her in a dressing room in Bergdorf Goodman when, when he met her in there. Donald Trump called her a liar. And she's now suing him for defamation because she's saying it did happen and he has defamed her by calling her a liar. This will require Donald Trump to come to court and to, there'll be all kinds of discovery and other things. And if the jury finds in this case that she did not lie, that they believe that Donald Trump did in fact rape her or sexually assault her, then she is in line for a massive award of damages as well. So this is the sort of legal mechanisms that the victims of rape can seek redress in the civil courts, um, as Virginia Roberts is doing at the moment. So there you have it. That's your taste of the Irishman in America for this week with Marion McKeown. Come on over and hear the rest of the conversation by becoming a member at patreon.com forward slash Irishman abroad and enjoy all these conversations in full, including our feature interview every Sunday and our back catalogue of nearly eight years of interviews at patreon.com forward slash Irishman abroad. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? This is America. A lot of people who would probably consider themselves liberal have done very well financially under the Donald Trump four years. You encouraged espionage against our people. You condemn any interference by Russia in the American election. By Russia or anybody else. Russia, please, if you can, get us Hillary Clinton's emails. Please, Russia, please. To renew America, we must revitalize our democracy.